On today's Question of Faith, what's up with the consecration of Mary to Russia? Hey everybody, this is Question of Faith here in the Diocese of Cleveland. I am the Director of Young Adult Ministry, Mike Hayes. And I am Father Damien Ferenc, Vicar for Evangelization. I'm Miguel Chavez, the Director for the Office of Missionary Discipleship. And so what is up with this consecration of Mary to, to uh, of Russia and and the Ukraine to Mary by Pope Francis, which is in the news today. Ooh-wee, what's up with that? What's up with that? Uh, we were waiting for you to break out in a song here, well, Father. that's how Mike opened the show, what's up with? And I always think that's one of my favorite SNL skits, what's up with that? So, yeah, what's up with it? So, 1917, uh, apparition of Our Lady in Fatima, mm-hmm. correct? And there were three... Uh, not promises, but three secrets given, correct? Right. And one of them had to do with consecration of uh, Russia to Mary's Immaculate Heart. Correct. And then there's been some speculation if uh, this consecration was ever actually done because if the consecration was of the whole world, did that include Russia? Does it have to be specifically Russia? When John Paul made his consecration, was that the case? I know Pillar, right. you sent me an article from Pillar uh, where they accounted the whole history of the thing. Right. And so now Pope Francis has announced that on March 25th, the Feast of the Annunciation, he is going to consecrate Ukraine and Russia to Our Lady's Immaculate Heart. Correct. So what's up with that? You know, it's kind of funny. When I was reading this, it, 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 one of my friends said this earlier, too. He said, well, you know, can't hurt. Might help. <laughs> <laughs> I used to say it before finals in college. We would, we would do the blessing of the brains. And I would say, well, you know, you should come. Can't hurt. Might help. Yeah, you know? that's right. And I think that actually may be his attitude. <laughs> it's like, well, you know, this is going on, and I suppose we should do this. Let's, let's, you know, we're, we're people of prayer. Let's consecrate this to Mary's Immaculate Heart. Right, and I think the Pope is exhausting every avenue that he has, and one thing that does work, we've talked about this on the show before, that prayer is not just good wishes or good vibes, that we are in communication with the Almighty God, the Father, Son, and Spirit, and asking uh, through the intercession of Mary, uh, the Theotokos, the Mother of God, to to pray on our behalf. And to, to we talk about the word consecrate, to make holy or to, to set apart, to set aside um, intentionally, mm. you know? Right. Yeah, that's what the word means, literally, mm-hmm. is to set aside. You know, to, this is no longer part of the bigger picture. We're sort of setting this aside now and consecrating this to this one purpose. Yeah, well, I, and I don't know, I'm, maybe you guys have done it, uh, but, uh, you know, I, I could think of a couple times in my life when I've I've been through a Marian consecration. Uh, mm-hmm. There's a couple of good books uh, that, that lead you through this process, and ultimately it's about... You know, when you think about consecrating something, well, it's it's it boom, it happens there, it's done. But in that consecration process, so the personal consecration of Mary, it, it's just that it's a process. It's it's it involves a series of of activities of behaviors, and and I think that 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 changes you. Uh, I know it does, but it also helps shape your your perspective in a unique way, and so. When when you're in this process of consecration, right, or you're setting you're setting aside something, you're you're recognizing 
uh, things that maybe you didn't see before. And so, you know, given all that's happened, um, I was talking with a friend uh, a week and a half ago, and it was just the, the conversation was depressing. It was like, wow, I can't believe how terrible things are. And boy, people are just evil. And, you know, you think... When, when I heard about this consecration, I thought, well, suddenly now there's a challenge here to say, well, no, when, when we consecrate our, ourselves, and in this case, when, when Francis is consecrating Russia and Ukraine uh, to, to the sacred heart of the Blessed Mother, I mean, it, it's about, look, let's, let's turn away from these things. It's a perfect message for Lent, and let's, let's recapture uh, who we're meant to be. And, and that changes absolutely everything, how we see the world, how we see ourselves, how we see our neighbors, our enemies, and, and everything. It's interesting. I led a Vespers service here the other day, and the readings were from the, the reading was from Thessalonians, and it said, like, it, it, I'm not going to get this exactly right because it's not in front of me, but the the words were, in, in a often like crazy world when everything seems to be falling all around you, you're called to be people of the light. You mm. know, you're called to have hope and you're called to, to proclaim that in some way so that all is not lost. Right. You know, yeah. you just said, you know, the world seems to be a, a, an awful vile place some days. And our job as Christians is to say, no, the world's actually good. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it's part of God's creation That's and, true. and we're called to look for the light all the time. Yeah. I'm thinking, Analogously in sports, when coaches talk about laser focus, so we are having a laser focus like a microscope and, or a, a microscope, a magnifying glass. When you get in and focus intentionally on one particular thing, I think the, the consecration we have to keep in mind is also it's not magic. It's relational, ultimately, that a people, a nation are being consecrated to the Immaculate Heart of Our Lady. So ultimately, it's personal and it's relational. And again, analogously... I remember before I started uh, my work on my dissertation, I went down to Milledgeville, Georgia, and I prayed at Flannery O'Connor's grave, and I kind of dedicated my work um, to evangelization through studying her and St. Thomas Aquinas, and I asked for her particular intercessor intercessory prayer for me. And I know she's not a canonized saint, but I think I, we have good evidence that she's probably with the angels and saints in heaven. Um, and so I asked for that. So analogously, uh, that what we're, we're asking uh, is the consecration, this setting apart, setting aside, making holy these nations and dedicating them to uh, Mary's um, immaculate heart. And as Mike says, it can't hurt. Might help. Yeah, yeah. I, I love the 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 uh, you know the description you, you you spoke of as Mary, the Theotokos, the the bearer of God. You know, Mary really embodies mm. the fullness of peace as she carries she carried the light of the world, uh, and and through through her her fiat, her yes, and in her humbleness, that's the the source of all peace, the source of all love. And so it seems so fitting in many ways uh, as we think about the brokenness that we experience here um, that Mary is the perfect example. She's the witness, but she also challenges us and draws us constantly to her son, the source of peace. Right. Um, that that we're, I think as humans we ache for. Sure. <laughs> yeah, Mary's fiat and which is her response to God, is the antithesis of violence. It is the antithesis of war. Mm -hmm. uh, it is the antithesis of division because Mary's yes is the yes 
of 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 God becoming one of us and the the beginning of our salvation. Yeah. And it's it's wonderful. And and just in breaking news now, um, the Pope had a video conference with the Russian patriarch uh, Kirill, uh, just you know, while we were sleeping, most likely, yes, right? Yes. And um, the interesting thing that I'm finding in all of this is that he's consecrating Russia and. Ukraine to the Immaculate mm. Heart of Mary. Yeah, he has not taken sides in this whole thing. But what he did say in this video conference is that the Russian patriarch has been saying, No, no, this is a justified attack. Correct. You know, this yeah. is this is this is this is a holy war, you know, kind of thing. And the Pope made it very clear that he does not support the Russian aggression here. You know, Correct. Like, in the world that we live in now, we cannot do these things anymore. We have to be people of peace. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, what? one thing that's that's striking me, I, I learned so much. I have three young children, and my youngest, he'll be four on April 6th. His name is Isaiah. We call him the prophet. And uh, yeah. in my life in particular, this this means a lot. But, you know, I what I notice in him and his behavior, there was one time, and I share this with a number of, of talks that I've given recently, he was staring out the window, and he was just captivated by what he was looking at. And as I watched him from a distance, all of a sudden I saw this big smile on his face, and he let out this tiny little belly laugh and then danced around the living room and took right back to the window staring out it. And I was curious, what, what is this kid looking at? And I went out and I looked out the window, and there was this massively overgrown bush in our yard. And, and I'm like, what, what is this? I, well, as the, the breeze blew by, there was nestled in the middle of this bush was this tiny red cardinal. Mm. And so my little son, little Isaiah, he caught sight of this, and he was in awe of it. And so it got me thinking, you know, I think when we talk about consecrating our, ourselves, uh, or we, we, we hear of, of the Pope consecrating uh, Russia and Ukraine, in many ways we're all challenged as disciples of Christ to recapture the sense of awe. It's a recognition of God's grace within the brokenness of our lives. And it, it, it points to a sense of joy uh, so it's funny because as I as I I remember watching Isaiah and I, I think that that episode teaches us a lot to kind of weed through what we might see on the surface to dig down deeper, uh, and I think that's what Mary calls us to in our own Christian walk uh, as she challenges us always pointing to her son, she challenges us where we find ourselves to dig deeper. Uh, to encounter her son and to encounter the grace and the joy that comes from that. It really ennobles uh, really ugly situations, doesn't it? Yeah. And so on March 25th, Pope Francis will consecrate Russia and Ukraine to the Immaculate Heart of Mary. You know what else is going on on the 25th? It's the Feast of the Annunciation, first of all. We should we should point that out. Which is Flannery O'Connor's birthday. We I should point that know. out. Why I do you think she's that. such an incarnational writer? She was born uh, on the Feast of the Incarnation. Yeah. Yeah, Only one of two days in the in the life of the church where we are asked to kneel during the creed, mm. where we mention um, he was incarnate of the Virgin. Yeah. 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 Exactly. And so you know, this week uh, we're beginning to this very night while we're recording actually here on St. Patrick's Day. Uh, happy St. Patrick's Day, both Woo-hoo. of you, by the way. Uh, and we're uh, recording here, and tonight kicks off nine nights of night prayer. Right. Uh, so we'll go to you know, 81 opportunities to pray over the next week. That will end on March 25th. And, and some of these Ukrainian bishops have asked that we do a novena working up to the consecration. So Father Gary Chamura, who is your spiritual director, yes, he is. Woo-woo. had emailed me yesterday and said, 
at Queen of Peace, we're going to be doubling up Nine Nights Tonight Prayer with a little uh, uh, novena prayer for the consecration of Russia and Ukraine. And I thought, that's brilliant. So I uh, emailed the other eight pastors and said, feel free to jump on with this. And actually, Bishop Molesic just released a statement today on uh, the consecration and in his statement invited people to Nine Nights. So mm. I'd love to see you out there. I'll be at each one of the nine parishes each one of the nights, because I'm not able to bilocate. That's right. Not yet, anyway. <laughs> Give him time. He's working on it. You're, you're going to be at Lakewood a lot, right? At Transfiguration. Uh, yeah, I'll be at Transfiguration most of the time, I would say. I'm going to try to get over to um, Ignatius of Antioch. I'm going to try to get out to St. Mary Magdalene at Willowick, at least. I'll try to do three of the, of the nine. Great. For young adult listeners, know this, that we have intentionally targeted Lakewood, Ohio, because there's so many young adults that live there. So if you're a faithful Catholic who's going and you're attending Mass, please come, but bring someone who might not be Catholic or might be away from the church or might not even be a believer. Um, Bring people out. Please use this as an opportunity for evangelization. We need you to, to help us invite people back to church or to church for the first time. Yeah, yeah. and during Lent, it's a great time to take a little pilgrimage. And so, you know, if, if, if there's a church in our nine nights that, that you've never been to, man, venture out. I, I was really taken. I was out at uh, Saints Peter and Paul in Doylestown. What a beautiful little church in a quaint town. I mean, it, it was such a cool experience. And so you could take these next nine nights and make – you know, in, in, in a, by way of novena, you could make a beautiful pilgrimage each night. Uh, and during Lent, that that's a great way to, as you discern and pray about your own Christian walk, you know, make this a part of that experience. And on, on this very day, the ice cream is being made at Country Parlor, oh, which yeah. is going to be called Grazia Plena, full of grace, coconut cream base with little blue uh, chocolates. Uh, in well, it's chocolate covered with blue candy shell, so immaculate white for Mary and the blue also for Mary. So try that on uh, the last night. You had me a coconut, Father. Uh, and if you like pilgrimage, you know I like me a pilgrimage, don't you? You know, so that we have the seven church walk coming up on yeah. on uh, the ninth of the, which is the Saturday before. Uh, Palm Sunday. So it's the 9th of April. We'll be visiting seven different churches in one given afternoon and praying in front of each one. They'll be, we'll be concentrating on the seven last words of Christ. See what we did there. Um, so we'll, we'll do that. And yeah, down the road, I'm talking way down the road now, 2023 World Youth Day, speaking of Fatima, is going to be in Lisbon, Portugal. And so we are going to send a diocesan delegation. And if you like pilgrimages, we're adding on to that a little excursion, which would be we will walk the Portuguese Camino, which is different from the Spanish Camino. But that is awesome. It's really it's it's going to be a really great time. Our partners, Franciscan Spirit Tours, are arranging all this, and I really I would trust them with my life, literally. Um, and so we're taking reservations, you know. Do you have the dates for that, Mike? Uh, yeah, it's the last. I don't have them off the top of my head, but I will put them in the show notes to be to be accurate. But it's the last uh, week of July into the first week of August. Okay. 2023. Maybe I can go. I think you can. All right. I got to look at I my calendar because it's after Tolly Legge and before Blessed Carlo Institute. Yes. So. I, think, I think we figured that out already. But yeah, I think I think we had you down as possibly going. I don't have a 2023. Maybe. I, yeah, I do. It's at, it's at the sum. Also, our college night out on Palm Sunday yeah. is oh, coming yeah. up as well. Get the word out on this one. So Mass with Bishop Molesic at St. Wendelin, 5 o'clock. 
dinner after at 6.30, and then a concert by singer-songwriter uh, Cleveland's own Tom Evanchuk after that, and then night prayer. So college-aged students or college students, you can uh, sign up, look online. We'll put it in the show notes like everything else. There's a lot going on in the Diocese of Cleveland. So stuff. don't let it be said, diocese never does anything for me. The church is dead. Well, that's bull. We're doing a lot, and that's we need right. you to join with us and spread the word. Help us out. Miguel doesn't sleep. I mean, no, <laughs> why sleep? That's a waste of time. Yeah, <laughs> guys, how about the AJ workshops coming up? Oh, oh yeah, right? yeah, and Angelicum workshops. Yeah. yeah, what's that about? The end of this month, so the last Monday and Wednesday of March, and the first Monday and Wednesday of April, we will be putting on the three of us plus uh, Terry and Francine, who have been on this show before, workshops to train grandparents and seniors how to evangelize their children and grandchildren. So it's all based on Pope Francis's letter um, that he wrote on the feast of Anna and Joachim last year. That's right. He did, he wrote read something just the other day. I'll put this in the show notes on grandparents about about the elderly in general. I think he said that they they um, are great holders of wisdom and that we should pay attention more to what they have to say. Yeah, his catechesis right now and his Wednesday audience are for the are, are on the elderly. Mm. It's it's awesome. So he's yeah he's he's always surprising us. Like this consecration is surprising. I was thinking too as we were talking about this. If do you remember the day during COVID when he came out with the blessed oh, sacrament yeah. and blessed the city of Rome? Right. And do you know that after that the cases actually went down and it like scientifically measured that that oh, was wow. like the peak of COVID. So sometimes I think we we look to science to answer all our questions and science is good and we're friends with it, but we have faith too. And we need to call upon our omnipotent God to, to work miracles in our life now Amen. and not be afraid to pray and ask for divine help because God wants to work with us and through us. Amen. Amen. Our readings this coming Sunday, the Lord is kind and merciful is the Psalm. I thought that was fitting for today. Yeah. I, I like to – one of the ways you understand Scripture, I understand Scripture, is to put in the opposite. So mm-hmm. the the Lord is unkind and vengeful. Whoa, I'm glad he's not that. I'm glad he's kind and merciful. And however the Lord is, if we're made in his image and likeness, that's how we're supposed to be too. So if we experience the Lord's kindness and mercy, then we can go – be kind and merciful to other people because that's how we're going to win people over through our kindness and mercy because we're being Christ-like. That's right. And Father Richard Bona is one of the people who is promoting the Seven Church Walk with us, and he's the pastor at St. Emmerich's, which is not too far from here, actually. Correct. So St. Emmerich's is one of these parishes. It's It's a Hungarian parish that was closed and then appealed to the Vatican and was reopened. It is in prime time position. So the three of us are... and are going to be focusing a lot of our efforts in that area on West 25th Street. So this parish is right behind the West Side Market, and we're going to be using it for nine nights this summer and maybe doing some other things there too because there's all these young adults there, and then we've got this Catholic church right there. And if and Father Bona, I know, has a heart for evangelization, so we could start connecting our church and our, and our bars and the West Side Market and yeah. be doing some evangelization around there. Absolutely. Very cool. And so this week, pray for Russia and Ukraine as we lead up to the consecration of Russia and Ukraine to the Immaculate Heart of Mary on March 25th. Come out to nine nights of night prayer during this week. It's a great time to begin to do those kinds of prayers. And keep us in your prayers, too, while you're at it. Yeah, and if you're at Nine Nights and you see one of us there, please introduce yourselves, especially if you're listening to this podcast. Let us know what you like. Let us know how we could improve it, because we're here to serve you. 
Or if you have a question, <laughs> share a question with yeah, us, too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and, you know, we, we keep forgetting to ask for questions all the time. I should say, I, let me own that. I keep forgetting to ask for questions. So you can email those to me, mhays at dioceseofcleveland.org. If you go on our diocesan website or in our show notes, you can find a link to ask your own question, and that we'll answer those here. So this way it. we don't have to just make them up. Uh, or, or, or do a special report like this about things that are going on in the news, which we try to do when it is relevant. So this has been a special report of Question of Faith. I'm Mike Hayes. I'm Father Damien. I'm Miguel Chavez. And we'll see you all again next time.